Yo. Everybody. It's Thursday. And you're getting an extra dose of the legend this week. You're welcome. This time around, I paired up with the boys from Brunch Breakdown for the Midsummer's Brew. Basically, Brews Day on steroids. These guys were kind enough to allow me to have a seat at the brunch table with them and talk all things beer. Just for you. So, with that being said, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really want to linger much more here for you. Uh, we did go ahead and do the Midsummer's Brew for you. Uh, I, if you are listening now, uh, definitely go check out their newest episode that released today. Uh, it is a wondrous thing, and there is some pumpkin spice talk in there from what I understand. But, without any further ado, this is the Midsummer's Brew with the legend and the brunch breakdown. You can find the legend on all your favorite streaming sites, and you can reach out to me on Twitter at LegendStatusPod. You can reach out to me on Untapped at BRJ underscore the underscore legend. And again, don't miss Brunch Breakdown's episodes coming to you every Thursday. Every single Thursday. And you can reach out to them on Twitter at Brunch Breakdown. So, oh geez, here is the Midsummer's Brew. Let's go. So Didi talked about a new segment here, and it's a new segment with me, the legend. Nobody else. I've got a reservation at this brunch table. And guess what? This legendary seat is for me. And you all can join too, I guess. They invite you to the brunch table every single Thursday. And you happily walk yourselves up to this brunch table and feast. It's my turn. I get to join. I'm here at the brunch table live with the boys from brunch, Chris, Dan, and Didi, the brunch breakdown. Boys, what's going on? Hey, buddy. What's up, dude? What's the green belt? What's the green belt above your head? What's that? That right there is my 24-7 WWE championship that uh, a groom, a certain groom, and this group has bestowed upon me for being the best man at his wedding. How do you not say that on the podcast? How did I not know that you handed him a belt to be the best man? <laughs> Dan, you are the worst. We just talked for like 15 minutes about pumpkin spice ramen noodles. And you don't tell us that you actually had a great story about how you picked your best man. Why do we do this podcast yeah. with you? Uh, I don't, I don't Dan, know. Dan, uh, yeah. Dan, Dan, Dan. I shared my daughter's diarrhea with you. <laughs> God. Dan, the, the, the listeners of the brunch breakdown have established a very close, intimate, dare I say, relationship with us. And for you to not share that with them is just wrong, you know? And, uh, yes. you know, I know Kanye is going to listen to this tomorrow and he's going to yeah. be really upset and, you know, that may See, influence where he finishes recording his album. And it's all because of you. He may, he may end up doing it in Cleveland and that's your fault. Oh, oh well, my sincerest apologies to the entire brunch breakdown audience uh, for, for not mentioning that story. Yes. That's the 24 seven championship, which is 
all just all around hilarious on WWE programming, but uh, 24-7 had a different meaning for this, and that's how he was uh, bestowed that wonderful championship. The legend. It was a legendary story is what it was. Uh, I won't bore you with the details, but it really was. Uh, it, it When he presented that championship, it was just kind of, and, and I'll back him up on this. I'm sure he was waiting for, you know, the legend to tell the story. Uh, he didn't want to necessarily steal the thunder, even though it was, you know, for him. So yes. that's how I'll back him up on that. <laughs> but uh, moving forward, or I guess past the 24-7 championship, guys, we're here to do something for all of our listeners, the OGs, the uh, brunch guests. I know we talked about this before, Dan, Dan and I, about uh, what you call your fans, but I'll just happily refer to them as brunch guests. We're here to do a certain uh, Midsummer's Brew. And I'm really stoked to be on here with you guys join you at the brunch table. I appreciate you accepting my invitation. Uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. This yeah, will be fun. yeah, of course, man. We're glad yeah. we could uh, finally do this. We we heard the pleas. We got the DMs. We got the messages. And here we are to talk all things beer with you. Uh, jokes on you. Half of them were made up people that I pretended to be and sent you DMs just so it would seem more of a need. But that's cool. under the rug Thanks, now. Kevin Durant. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so I, for those of you who don't know me, I am the legend. Uh, you can find me when I'm not at the brunch table every other Tuesday on all your favorite streaming sites, at, as in Apple D Podcast, Google D Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. You can find me on Twitter at BRJ underscore, or I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead to untapped. I'm thirsty. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Legend Status Pod. Uh, you can also find me on untapped at BRJ underscore the underscore legend. Brunch Boys, I and know course, we're going to, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and of course, for your listeners, you know where to find us at Brunch Breakdown. We appreciate the shouts out you give us every week there, my friend. You can find the Brunch Breakdown everywhere that you find the Legend Status Podcast, plus other ones like iHeartRadio, every social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok, at Brunch Breakdown to just find us there. I realize I'm the only one yelling right now. I don't know why I'm yelling. I'm just sitting here yelling into my it microphone works. as usual. We're going to be asked to leave this table for brunch if you don't calm down. <laughs> I'm just so excited. That's the Midsummer's Brew. And for the record, I did spell it wrong. Midsummer's, uh, Midsummer's Night's Eve or Eve's Dream or whatever it is, is actually S-U-M-M-E-R-S. So it's that actually sounded like I think that's yeah. a porn film, my dude, my dude. Yeah. Midsummer Eve's Dream. It's I think just, that has a different meaning. Yeah, it's just <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. That's it. There's no <laughs> not I didn't Midsummer do Night's Wet Dream or anything like that. <laughs> Midsummer Night's Dream. I, I didn't do so well in English, let alone Shakespeare culture uh, in college. So it's that's clearly showing right now. Uh, so. Just a little bit about the Midsummer's Brew, which is actually spelled S-U-M-M-E-R-S, as we just painfully explained. Uh, we've had a lot of beers. I've had a lot of beers. The Brunch Breakdown's had a lot of beers. And we want to talk about them. I know a lot of you guys out there that are listening want to know more about craft beer. And you rely on the legend. And you rely on Brews Day to find out what to drink next. So this is a guide. Consider this your encyclopedia of craft beer for this past year and for this upcoming year. So brunch breakdown, what I, what I was wanted to start off with is something that's somewhat like beer, but deserves to be on the menu, as you call it, uh, seltzers. I want to talk about the seltzer game. 
I know a lot of you guys, like I said, one of you likes a German beer that tastes like beer. I know some of you like rosé tasting alcoholic beverages. And one of you is a craft beer aficionado, no, without the D. <laughs> Again, English. Uh, tell me what you think. Uh, yay or nay to seltzers? Anybody who wants to take it away. Who's going? Who's going on this? I'll Who's go got the first. shortest stick? I'll go first. I love seltzers. Seltzers are great because you can smash a bunch of them and you don't really get too shit-faced. <laughs> so I like them. They're perfect for beach chills. Like just hanging out of the beach, you can just pound a couple seltzers. Everything is good. And uh, you don't get that that beer, you know, that just you don't feel all like, you know, huge after you have a couple, after you have a few. And it's just it's great to drink in the sun. Seltzers. I'm all for them. All for them. Dan. <laughs> I'm 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 not for seltzers. And it's because for every reason that Didi just gave, I, I wish I was into seltzers. I can't get behind the carbonated seltzer water. I there's something there in the taste that I don't like. I like other carbonated beverages. Pop is fine. I don't drink it, but the taste of seltzers, I can't, I just can't do it. I try a lot of them. My fiance enjoys them. I try hers. There's probably about a 5% mark of seltzers that I actually enjoy or would enjoy. I just, I don't know what it is. I wish I could have a lower ABV drink that isn't a, a Corona or a trash light. Um, unlike what we've got here today that I'll show you uh, when we do Bruce Day here momentarily. But yeah, I... I wish I could get behind them, especially for the summertime, but it's, there's just a tasting there for me. Yeah. I'm not that big of a fan. I've tried, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I've tried the majority of them and I'm kind of in the same boat as Dan, where it's like something about seltzer water, soda water, club soda, whatever you want to call it. Like, I think it's just like you you either really love it or you really hate it. And uh, I'm not a big fan. Now, there are some seltzers that really kind of mask it with the flavor, which is nice. But then I feel like, you know, for me with my, my, in terms of alcohol, what I enjoy is kind of not on the sweeter side, but most seltzers tend to be on the sweeter side. And sure. I can, you know, I just don't, I don't like to put down a ton of those. It doesn't, my stomach doesn't like it. So um, yeah, I'm just not a fan, but to Didi's points, I certainly think that they have uh, a place and like Dan and I seem to be on the outside looking in because everybody loves this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Minority for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised. I mean, it, it, Steel City, I know that you weren't a huge fan of seltzers. Uh, I've, I've, I've drank a good amount of beers with you as seen on my show. I feel like I've mentioned your name like 6 million times per episode because of something that I've drank with you. Uh, but I, I, I'm alongside Didi here. Uh, I do like the seltzer game. Uh, I think light beer can kind of taste like metal. It tastes metallic to me and it's filling. So for me to want to be drunk and not taste metal, I'm seltzer boy shawty all day. That, that's like, that's, that's the legend. It's, it's just going to be seltzers during the summer. I mean, I don't want them during the winter. It's cold. I mean, beers are supposed to be cold, but you want like a heavier beer there for the summer. I'm all day seltzer. Well, you that's that's a great point because you talked about not for the winter. Seltzers typically aren't 
for the winter. But Bud Light has something else in mind. <laughs> isn't that isn't that right? Let's uh let's talk about what Bud Light has in store for the fall in the seltzer market. Bud Light is the but first I'll stay I'll start off like this. The Bud Light seltzer game is actually pretty good. I, I'm not going to lie. I never liked Bud Light in my life. Their seltzer game is pretty good. They're releasing fall flavor seltzers. So we're doing this again. I just saw, I just saw Didi's face. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> they're releasing fall flavors. And I know someone's pumpkin spiced ass is ready. Me? I, I don't know. Unless they have pumpkin pie. If they can hit that, I'm in. And yes, that's what she said. But uh, I mean, fall flavors for seltzer. I don't know. A lot of the fall flavors for me kind of taste like leaves, you know, like uh, one of the, I forget who did it, but it's, it's one of the pumpkin beers, one of the million pumpkin beers they sold out of Permani brothers at one point tasted like leaves, but as long you. as they don't do that, <laughs> as long as they don't do that, I'm okay. What about Man, you? I think I think you've been eating too many candles there lately there, Legend. Um, so the the Can't variety pack of fall flavors for Bud Light Seltzers this year are apple crisp, maple pear, toasted marshmallow, and you damn right, pumpkin spice. <laughs> so this is uh, Mr. Legend, sir. You, you joined us after Dan just tried to back up the idea a pumpkin spice ramen noodles with whipped cream on it. And uh, I don't think Dan should get to talk about this. So Dee Dee and I will. (laughs) Yes. Um, I just don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't get this at all. Seltzers are supposed to be light refreshing. And a lot of the flavors that Dan just mentioned and the time of year just doesn't scream uh, seltzer to me. I, I, but admittedly, I already said, I don't like seltzers. So Dee Dee, I feel like this is really your kind of, if you will, brunch court to uh, lay the hammer down. Listen, this is disgusting to me, but I will say (laughs) I know that I'm going to end up trying these at some point because they're seltzers are everywhere you go now. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what you do. And, you know, and if, who knows if we happen to be able to leave our houses this year for the holiday seasons, these will be around. These will be at everyone's Halloween, whether you go to, you know, you go to someone's house for, I don't know, for a Halloween party or whatever it is, or Thanksgiving, these are going to be there, like, for sure. So I feel like at some point, all of us are going to be trying an apple crisp seltzer of some sort, because they're going to be everywhere. And you're just going to see it. And you're like, well, you know, whatever. My wife will finish this, I guess. So <laughs> you'll try it. So. I don't know about apple, Chris, but I know that I'll be a toasty marshmallow boy. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now they're getting into that. I had that craft beer streak on, on Brews Day for a while where there was marshmallow in the beer for a long time. So, yeah, as much of an anti celsi that I am, I'm certainly interested in trying all of these. I hope I hope I like the pumpkin spice one, and then I'll just have to load up for the summer like I do every other pumpkin, pumpkin spice food Spunkin. flavor. Or variety. That's right. But maybe this is like, is this like <laughs> California fall DD where you can still be drinking seltzers because it's warm out, but it's like, Hey, you want to taste how fall used to taste back home? Here you go. That's oh, fair. No, hold on. That's fair. You guys tailgate every Saturday or whatever. <laughs> like these will be there. Someone's yeah, but they bringing shouldn't. these. They shouldn't though. Like someone is absolutely <laughs> bringing these. 
You're speaking. right, but they shouldn't. I just thought the seltzer, the seltzer game should stick, stay in your lane. You have the summer, <laughs> you dominate the summer. Let everybody else, let liquor and craft beer take over for the cold seasons. Okay. California falls and you know, in the South, I can kind of understand. As a quick, as a quick aside, uh, remember when I tasted all that low calorie beer, which is like kind of almost like seltzers to begin with, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be peddling icy light mango to anybody that comes to my tailgate. I got to get rid of this shit. I got so much of it. There's going to be a cooler. There's going to be a cooler where all the shitty beer goes. And then that's free to anybody. And if anybody brings these seltzers, they're going in the cooler with the icy light mango. Cause I got to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. Oh boy. We got to get, we got to talk brews day here. We got to get some good. We beers have from this. To. We're go. talking midsummer's beer. You know, we're talking, we're getting way outside the realm here. I don't like this. I don't like where this is going. We got an icy light mango on the menu today. That's a that's a brunch special for you. Oh boy, can't wait. Four ninety nine. Let's go. Uh, let's let's do let's do Bruce Day. I've never introduced a Bruce Day. I do beer of the week over there on the legend status, but over there on the legend status. But uh, <laughs> what are you guys? So, uh, Danny, why don't you start us off for for a Bruce Day? Let's let's get it cooking. All right, here's what I'm sipping on this week for Bruise Day. Since it's our midsummer's, uh, our midsummer's brew, our midsummer night's brew, our midsummer's <laughs> wet dream brew, whatever it is, uh, <laughs> like I am gonna pick my favorite beer from this year. That's why I brought. I came heavy. I came with my favorite beer this year: Golden Road Palisades Pineapple. This is oh, my favorite beer. Let's go this year. I always, I always have to pick it up now. Like I'll pick up other beers for Bruise Day, but. Always have to have this. When I run low, I got to get this. It's a wheat beer. It's got pineapple, and it's just awesome. And as you will learn, Legend, me and Chris are not the great beer explainers as you and Dan are. So <laughs> this is great, and uh, I like it. Didi, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I respect man. that description. I, I, I like I, that, too. I hear what you're saying, man. I hear what you're saying. I feel like I can taste the beer based off of what you said, and it sounds okay. phenomenal. What I mean. I'm all and, about that. And like the can is literally just it's it's the PCH. It's freaking the Pacific Palisades. It's it's, it's pretty beautiful. Great. It's just the beach. I get it's so amazing. jealous every time you talk about that beer. Oh boy. <laughs> great pick for today. Great pick. That's great. I like that. Chris, what are you sipping on? All right. Um, I promised last week on the brunch breakdown that I was bringing a beer to Bruce Day. Ooh. That <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing that, Chris. Oh, cool. Groundbreaking. Um, That was going to be right up Steel City Dan's alley. And I think think I'm delivering here. As as, uh, Wisconsin's uh, one true son, this beer is from- You and Giannis. You and Giannis. That's right. (laughs) One one of two true sons uh, from Wanakee, Wisconsin. Bless you. This is a black and blue chocolate chip pancake stout from Untitled Art. Okay. And here is the can. Yes. One of the specialties of this brewery is their can art. Okay. So that's right. Untitled Art. Yes. Amazing. Uh, Who are you? They have some tremendous, tremendous beers that I'm trying to get my my hands on more of. Um, But this one. I had to taste it ahead of time because like Didi said, like me and Didi don't have the descriptions of Dan. <laughs> okay. And uh, given that I was going to have a Steel City Dan beer, I had to have a taste of this beforehand. And <laughs> all I can tell you is that this tastes like you're eating chocolate chip pancakes. It is. Oh. 
phenomenal. It is Woo. phenomenal. Dan, I am going to see you tomorrow. Legend, I'm also going to see That's you true. tomorrow. And Ugh. I will be bringing one for both of you to try. Oh, wow. Oh, this is that's that's incredible. This is lovely. Okay. That's legendary. That is, oh boy. that's legendary. Happy Many Brewers thank Day. yous in advance. Oh. Untitled art. I know the brewery. I've never been able to get my hands on it. The can is beautiful and it sounds even more beautiful running down your throat, Chris. I can't wait to see and taste that tomorrow. And I'm that's talking sure. about you. <laughs> I will tell you, Dan, there's a, there's a, uh, a sour that I had from them two weekends ago when I got this and it, it legitimately might be the best beer I've ever tasted. Uh, so Ooh. I got to get my hands on more of it. And when I do, Good I will price. share where I can shout out to my brother-in-law, Dan, for Dan. this one. Dan, you're a good man. good man. Problem for you though, is that now we demand, we demand more. Yes. Hey, we'll hook him up. We'll, we'll find out the exchange. We'll make, we'll make that happen. Amazing. I, I just want to know before we go on, like what happened? We, you've, You've grown in craft beer. I mean, I, I remember not too long ago, and I make jokes, made a joke already, but about how you brought a German beer and you're like, ah, this tastes like beer. It's, it's okay. And now <laughs> you're like, I've got, I've got a double chocolate chip stout from, yeah. uh, from it's, it's, it's thrilling. I, yeah, I'm really the proud power of Bruce day. The power of Brewers Day. I'm, I'm a dad Sheesh. now. I'm growing up. You know, this is, just, <laughs> this is how it goes. This is how it works. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well, what I've got is today is another very, very special beer near and dear to my heart that I saved for this very special episode. It's a collaboration between two of my favorite breweries in the history of mankind, Cinderland's Beer Company and Evergreen Brewing oh. Company, both Pennsylvania base, one Western, one Central. Evergreen makes the sorbettos. I think I've featured a couple sorbettos here before in their series. Cinderland's local to Pittsburgh. This beer I've had for a little while, but it's because it's that damn special. It's called Highway Strawberry, S-T-R-O-B-B-E-R-Y, Tart Shake IPA. And gentlemen, this is perfect for oh. brunch. This is a strawberry waffle tart shake ipa and it is phenomenal in fact legend over there this is one of the first craft beers i ever gave gave him and he was still a rookie at the time probably didn't appreciate as much as he realized he would down the road it's Um, it's a sin yes but these this beer will probably never be released again you get amazing tart strawberry flavor and then you kind of get that maple waffle that goes with it that that balances it that gives you brunch in a can here the highway <laughs> strawberry cinderlands evergreen coming together for an absolute beaut of a beer i'm a jealousy yikes well legend tell us what uh, you're sipping on it's all me so i got this wonderful uh coarse light right here you, you, you are about kidding. we can take you off of this right now <laughs> Yeah, I was getting ready to like hit like, end meeting right now. Like, like, the, the brunch was like, this was a mistake, is what this was. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what I'm drinking here today is actually a uh, fun housewarming gift. Uh, this is from the brew gentleman called Muchos Mahalos. Mm. This is a, it's a tropical wheat beer. It's got passion fruit, orange, and guava. 
I'm not a huge fan of wheat beers. Like anytime I think of wheat beer, I think of like Blue Moon, you know, where it's just like you got that like little hint of orange and the rest is just kind of like hazy beer. This isn't that. Like this gives me all of the guava, all of the dragon fruit, uh, all of that gives me the orange too. Uh, For a wheat beer, it was just, it was great. Like I tasted it uh, again, not a huge wheat beer fan. So I was a little hesitant when it came to wheat beer, but this got a four, two, five out of me on untapped. Uh, It's, it's, it's thrilling. It's light enough. It's heavy enough. There we go. I had to get the click in there. I hope I got it, but that's what I got. It's wonderful. Yeah. I think that's a beer that all of you Uh. other gentlemen would enjoy as well. Brew gentleman does a great job. You do the 12 12 ounce can, which is also nice. You get a craft beer, 12 ounces. Sometimes it can be too much, too heavy. Yeah. That's a, that's a great pick for Bruce day. That beer is speaking my language. I mean, (laughs) that's, I mean, passion fruit, guava. Give me, give me all the guava. I will drink any beer with guava. Give me all the guava. And you got it too. It's, it's right in there. It's, it's smack dab in the middle. I'll tell you what I do wish I had for bruise day though. I I don't have it. And this is kind of a news story for you guys as well. I'm not sure if, if perhaps you've heard about this, uh, but there is going to be a Mountain Dew alcohol nowadays. Pepsi is coming out with a Mountain Dew alcohol. Yes. Still City, educate us. Yeah. So believe it or not, this is another, again, a story you think could be fake. It's 100% real. Alcoholic Mountain Dew coming your way. Pepsi and Sam Adams teaming up to give you hard Mountain Dew hitting shelves early 2022. You can see the photo of it there. If you're if you're watching with us on YouTube or on Facebook, you see the photo of the hard zero sugar, mind you, which is the most mind-boggling thing out of all of this. Mountain <laughs> Dew famously famous for giving you a lifetime supply of sugar in an entire bottle, but they're going to come out with this hard 5% ABV. I suppose we're going to call this a seltzer. It's basically what it is. It's, it's going to be a, a malt beverage with zero sugar and it looks like the flavors that they're going to deliver are whatever you call Mountain Dew traditional, Uh, (laughs) black cherry and watermelon appear to be in the lineup right now. Again, early 2022 Mountain Dew hard. What do you boys think? What do you boys think of this? I mean, I know we just talked seltzers fall. This is, this is another ballpark. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm a I'm a sucker for black cherry, but man, Mountain Dew alcohol just screams neck beards and sailors. I mean, <laughs> I, I just don't know. I, like I almost, I want to try. I, I wouldn't mind trying the black cherry, but boy, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to do a binger of like a week's worth of Xbox and Doritos for this. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe I'd try the black cherry. Don't tell Chris Gates, but oh, he's right here. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'd try the black cherry and be um, be disappointed in myself afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw these, uh, the first thing that came to mind was like, are they trying to do four loco? And then I saw five percent alcohol, and I realized, no, they're not trying to do <laughs> four loco. Um, 
but uh yeah man this is i this is what i I would certainly taste a few sips of this i don't think i need i don't think i need to make uh, an investment and buy like a pack of it (laughs) (laughs) there needs to be something said about um i understand that people our age are the ones that are in charge of things now right so you've got like you've got millennials and you've got like gen z they are in charge of things now you're taking away the creativity from college students because my friend hat who listens to this podcast had a drink called the incredible hat and it was captain morgan and mountain dew and i hit him up as soon as i saw this because i was like dude this is the incredible hat you have to sue and like (laughs) i don't and i feel like there's some college kid right now who is 21 or younger, but let's say 21, just to be safe. And he can just go get Mountain Dew at the store. And instead of using that creativity, that good old fashioned American ingenuity that we're missing in this country today and make his own Mountain Dew drink, make his own black cherry Mountain Dew drink or watermelon Mountain Dew drink. This is a problem. This is a problem. College students, this is gonna affect the creativity in the ingenuity in this country. Mountain Dew, this is wrong. I'm with you, dude. This takes me back to like we were talking about Truly was putting out popsicles and like like talking about slushies and stuff like that. And like, I remember in Oakland going to the gas station because they had a slushy machine and we thought it was like such a cool idea to go get the uh, like the ices and then bring them back and like dump a little bit out and then pour, I don't know, hollers or whatever into it. And like you had a huge, a huge painful drink uh, for like a buck <laughs> 50. And now, yeah, I'm with you, man. That's a great point. Uh, I, I've got to, I've got to piggyback off of Didi's thing here. I mean, so once you put it into those terms, I'm kind of on board. There were certain times over in uh, Kent State University uh, where I would enlist the help of a certain member of brunch to uh, get me vodka. And uh, what we used to do is go to Rosie's and buy uh, the old, uh, the old, I don't know if they'd still have the pot, but, but vault. And we'd, uh, we'd we'd take down half of that and we'd pour in the vodka into the vault, you know, bottle and it would become vodka. (laughs) I I miss vodka. This is not a good replacement for that. So I I, I might, I might pivot here. So yeah. Uh, in a quick, quick sidebar to that story, when I'd have to buy you bottom shelf <laughs> vodka, I would there say it was so bad. It was under the bottom shelf. I'd have to lift the bottom <laughs> shelf up and reach into the basement of the store to reach the vodka, vodka that he wanted. But I'm with you guys. I, I don't like this idea. Am I going to try it? You're damn right. You're damn skippy. Uh, there's skippy again. A couple of skippy references on this episode. Um, but n- n- no, um, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just feel like I, I've I've spoken my piece. I, I have spoken. Uh, speaking of killing things, uh, there was a there was a there was a topic uh, that we had that I had read about at least that I was curious to pick your brains about. Uh, Miller Coors came out with a list of breweries that. Uh, that should that, that that are dead at this point. They said RIP to these breweries and had a nice little list of them. Um, I'm curious uh, if if 
if you have the list, I, I don't have it in front of me. Uh, they, they listed off a couple breweries that that should die. And, and I thought of, I thought of a couple that we would, that I should add to it. I'm curious if you guys had, had seen that and, and, and thought of any breweries that should be added to that killing off breweries. Yes. Here's the official release from uh, Molson Coors. Uh, Milwaukee's best premium Mickey's fine malt liquor, mm. Henry Weinhardt's private reserve, Keystone ice, ham's special light, Key Lightful, whatever the bloody hell that is, Ice House Edge, Magnum, Miller High Life Light, Steel Reserve 211, and Old English HD, HG 8000. Like, is that a printer? <laughs> what the hell is that? And, and, and I'm sorry, did you say, did you say Magnum? They're going to cancel Magnum? Magnum. Yeah. Magnum. To add Magnum. to the, it's on the, the list, the saucy name of this uh, episode. <laughs> And I please tell you guys what Key Lightful is. Do you guys know what this is? Oh, please. I had to look it up, and now I do. Yeah, please tell us. Key Lightful is Keystone Raspberry Lime Light Beer. That's what this is. Someone thought this was a good idea. It has a green dog on the front with sunglasses and the mountains, Rocky Mountains. Raspberry Lime Beer, Key Lightful. It's it's clear a lot of these beers have been around for a very, very long time by their name. Key Lightful has not been around that long, <laughs> and we've never heard of it, and it's already off. They're like, you know what? We gave it a shot. We didn't market it because we thought it would just work, and we have to kill it. I, I feel like that is a, a prime selection for a sorority drinking night. Uh, the Key Light, Raspberry, whatever. No, thank you. Yeah. And then yeah. hash, hashtag it key lightful. Uh, Kill it. <laughs> Kill you know, this, this, so for this topic, this leads me to, you know, not specific beers, but I think like just in general, people need to stay in their lane is, is my main thought here. I think that there are a lot of like, like Corona doesn't need to be doing what it's doing with Corona premium whatever it is like no nobody was not buying corona because it had too many calories like nobody had a problem with everybody was drinking it um so like a lot of the and i'm the expert here on these low calorie beers okay (laughs) the majority of them don't need to exist there's not like the, the people that would drink them would only be interested in them because they already drank the beer but they already drank the beer so you don't need to be making these other beers and, and I know it's like the bigger beer the companies going after the craft brews because craft brews are becoming such a big thing. But I feel like just we all need to stay stay in our lanes. That's, that's my thought. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. And some of these names, Keystone Ice, RIP to that one. Uh, Milwaukee's best premium. Chris, Wisconsin's <laughs> favorite son. How many Milwaukee's <laughs> best premiums have you had while in dairy country there? There are not too many people upset with this one. Interesting. <laughs> <That's fair. laughs> not, not, not a lot of pushback. Not a lot of pushback. Yeah. And I didn't know they made Miller High Life Light. I thought they called that Miller Light. So I don't know <laughs> what that is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, I always thought Magnum. You said Magnum was canceled. I always thought that was a condom, but I guess I'm not too up to date with these beers anymore. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you this. I've got two. I've got two breweries that should be on there. One, uh, sorry, not sorry, Anheuser-Busch. Natty Light, gone. Bud Light, gone. Rolling oh. Rock, gone. Bud Light Seltzers are the only casualty in my eyes with that. Okay, can we stop doing this podcast? Because here's the thing. <laughs> you took it too far there. You took it too far. You took it too far. You got to understand because, that Didi went to West Virginia. He's going to have a lot of opinions. About I t- I, I, <laughs> listen. Uh-oh. You took this too far when you mentioned Natty Light. You can mention any of the other ones oh. because we all are professional adults with jobs and things. We can afford to pay for this beer that we all talk about so much. When you're in college, you can't do that. <laughs> you need a cheap beer. You need a cheap keg. That's where Natty comes in. You Keystone. need that in your life. It cannot go anywhere. Keystone. It's gone. Keystone Ice is on this list. Uh, is that the same as Keystone Light? <laughs> no, those you're are asking different. the wrong person. <laughs> That's like 800 Keystone. Well, you're not going to like my second one. My second one is Pabst. Oh, oh what? That's the only as much beer as- that I can get on special at a lot of bars in Pittsburgh. Dude, I'm right. not as surprised. Much as- Pabst tastes like trash, but I would still never kill it off. I can't. That's Dude, my vote. Up. Listen up, Coors Light, buddy. Miller Coors should have taken the sword to themselves and said, we're done with Coors Light. We're just not going to win the battle. (laughs) We're done. If they they canceled that, I wouldn't be too mad. But what I would be mad about is that Molson Coors is one entity. So if you cancel Coors Light, you cancel Molson Canadian, and that's when I've got a problem. Can I also add that you need... Regardless of age, like Didi just talked about how we're we're in a place in life where we can pay for better beers. Regardless of age, though, you need beer that you can play drinking games with. You know, yeah, like right. Yes. You if you're gonna do a waste. shotgun, you're not gonna do it with chocolate chip pancake <laughs> stuff. You, know, you you need a natty light. You need that beer yeah. to just be able to put it put put it down, you know. Or if you're gonna play flip cup, like you don't care if it gets knocked over because it's natty. You know, that's so I guess I guess that's fair because I'm sitting here thinking like Miller Lite. But back in college, like I'm not going to shell out 20 bucks, you know, for a 12 pack of Miller Lite. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I I will take I will take that and put it right here and just look at it for a while. Let's move on before you make somebody else. Yeah. Think about the kids, man. Think about the (laughs) kids. Think about the kids. Think about the kids. Think about the kids. Excuse me while I take a drink of my Muchos Mahalos here. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Still City, who would you cancel? Uh, on this, just in general? <laughs> just Here out of go. anybody? Here we go. Well, no, not besides anybody. Your podca- I was gonna besides say, you, your you, podcast? You cancel me before anything else, but we're talking beer here. <laughs> no, get rid of Coors Light. It's trash. Get rid of Coors Light. We don't need it. We have Miller Light. We have Bud Light. We don't need, we don't need three. We don't need three, so get the worst tasting one out. And for me, it's Coors Light. I'll accept that. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> but are you will? Are you willing to? Are, are you willing to forego? Because we've had some times you and I with Molson Canadian. Are you willing to let that go as well? No, I think they'll hold on. I think they could hold on to it. I think they could give pick one. I don't think there has to be both. Give me All right, one. Fair. And if you can cancel yeah. one, then I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'll I'll I'll, Let's I'll dig move with on that. to another topic. Before We're gonna move on. Angry. <laughs> no, before I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be banned from brunch here pretty soon. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you this. Um, here's, here's also what I know. And, and I've got a note here that says uh, even German beers count 
but I can't, I can't make that joke anymore because Chris brought one of the best beers ever. So like Brews Day. So I can't say this. Give me your brewery or your beer of the year. I'll give it to you straight up, okay? Uh, <laughs> from Wisconsin, I know this is a shocker. The best beer I've had this year is Naked Threesome from Raised Grain. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Raised Grain Brewing in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And I've had a number of other brews from that brewery that have been absolutely delightful. So that's my brewery of the year and my beer of the year. Like it. Nice. I, I mean, I told you guys already. That's why I brought it here today to, to Palisades Pineapple, Golden Road Brewing. It, Golden Road is awesome. I love Golden Road, everything they do. And the Palisades Pineapple is just money. So that's my beer of the year for sure. Sounds that's amazing. a good one, too. That's a good I love one. That. Love that pick. Uh, for me, beer of the year, local Pittsburgh brewery Hitchhiker came out with what they called the limited blend stout brewed with crystal and dark malts and it was conditioned on loads of peanut butter and their house coffee blend called shakes and it was out of this world um it was a it was weird i feel like we had it was like a summertime stout is when it came out not that long ago and it was absolutely incredible uh so mine's got to go to hitchhiker for their limited blend style beer of the year uh for me, it was a toss up. I mean, Hitchhiker, Hitchhiker for the brewery, probably for me, just for releasing Party in Bedrock, you know, grocery store beer, all that stuff was good. But beer of the year, and it counts because they released it earlier this year too, was going to Cinderlands for the Pancake Galaxy Blueberry Pancake Beer, no. the best beer I've ever had in my life. That's, that's, a, that's an easy one for me. Easy. Okay. Why are you saying no? Because it was released last year, but that's okay. It was, but it was also released earlier this year, wasn't it? But you've had it this year. Yeah, having it this year, that's fine. We'll we'll let it slide. I'll take that. Easy, Dan. Easy, Dan. It's (laughs) just like you fired up on this. He's starting to take away Natty Light and all this stuff. We're talking Mountain Dew. Like, what's going on here? This is what happens when I. This is what happens when I hear a song that Dan heard three weeks before me, and then it's like I'm the bad guy. Okay. Don't, don't, I, 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 Chris, I'm right there with you. You know how many times that's happened to me? Yeah. I say, I, I say to Dan, I'm like, look, look at this. Listen to the song. He's like, yeah, that came out like two months ago. Yeah. I heard it point, like 6,000 times. It's to the point where I've, I've stopped getting mad at him. I'm just disappointed. That's basically where it's come with that. Yeah. The reason he stopped getting mad at me is because I stopped bringing up songs. <laughs> well, one day Chris mentioned it and you have to, you have to live by this. Like, it's what you're listening to, not what Dan's listening to. <laughs> that's right. So that's what it is. Like, do not worry about his opinion. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And, De- and Jenkins, it's what you're drinking, Mr. Yes. Legend. It's what you tried this year. It's not what Dan tried last yeah. year. Exactly. This became a all wonderful right. session. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fire my therapist. It's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how this has turned on me so quickly. Let's get to our last topic before we run out of time. <laughs> all right. So for the last topic here, uh, and once again, thanks guys so much for doing this. All joking aside, Midsummer's Brew was a lot of fun with you guys. Um, always love listening to you guys. The legend is a huge fan of the brunch breakdown, uh, as are all the OGs. Uh, so thank you again for doing this. Uh, with me. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, dude. The last topic I... Oh, I, I love it. Uh, my last topic for you guys is I want to know what you're suggesting 
And if you want to do just a, uh, just a type of beer, that's fine. But if you have a beer, as I said before, this is an encyclopedia of craft beer for all of our fans here. Give us a rundown of what the, what, what the season should be. I've gotten fall, uh, fall, winter, summer, spring. Give me either your beer of choice per season or type of beer per season. Whoever wants it, take it away. All right, let's start with summer. We'll go around the room, around the horn with, with summer first since that's what we're in right now. Uh, like easy. it. Pacifico. Pacifico is the beer of summer. Pacifico <laughs> is the king. Um, if you want to go off the little board a little bit and something that I wouldn't uh, naturally – uh, pick uh, platform released a juiced shandy variety pack this summer uh, with three flavors, blood, orange, passion fruit, Diddy. pineapple, mango, and raspberry pomelo. So all could you, uh, could you give Diddy the web yep. URL and the address? Please? <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. So, so the juiced shandy variety pack from platform filled with summer beers, you gotta love the sours. You gotta love the gozas in the summer. That's what I got. Like that. I'm uh, in the summer. I that's the best time I think to be trying IPAs. For me, I like the citrus IPAs personally. Um, I, I think that's the best. Um, anything like you know, we've talked about it. Throw some guava in there. I'm gonna drink it in the summer. Uh, so fruit, fruity IPA, stuff like that. But I will say like at the same time, while drinking a lot of craft beer, we need to respect beers of the summer that are widely available. Dan mentioned Pacifico, also the OG Corona. Like there's something special about getting that first case of Corona in the summer and cutting up a lime, putting it in there and kicking back. That's fun. That's just fun. I don't think anybody reveled in getting the first case of Corona in the summer. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I am with that. Dude, I revel in that moment when you pop <laughs> open that. No, it's like it's any Mexican lager like that, like Pacifico, Corona, whatever it is in the summer, it just feels right. That's that's for summer for sure. No, 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 I agree. I just think that the Corona was a double edged sword right there. Uh, I'm bringing that yeah. back here. So <laughs> that was the. <laughs> Uh, for me, I- I'm sorry. I'm taking it. I- I'm taking it way back. I- I'm going for the summer. I'm thinking how hot it is outside. I'm thinking pool time. I'm thinking truly black cherry seltzer. Sorry. That's that's going to be my go-to for the summer. Not mad. Not mad at that. I am, so let's go to fall. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm glad we got that one out of the way. Yeah. Let's go to fall, shall we? Um, easy. Southern Tier Pumpkin. There isn't a better pumpkin beer on the planet. It's the easy choice. And they have the varieties, the cold brew coffee pumpkin, the rum barrel aged, the warlock, any of the pumpkins from Southern Tier. Can't go wrong. Perfect for the fall. Um, I'm a big fan of just Oktoberfest generally. The you know, that that uh genre of beer. Um I don't know that I have a favorite, but there's a very, there's a very small period of time where I'm into that. Uh, it's just not like the whole fall, but it's tough to say when, but it's just like, you know, the moment when it's like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta pick up some. Um, and I also, okay. Once again, widely available beers. This is very specific to Chris Gates, um, falls for tailgating and there's nothing wrong 
with having some yingling on deck. Okay. Because you need that at the tailgate. You need that at the tailgate. Yeah. We'll just leave it there. Uh, Didi, help us out. <laughs> Honestly, with fall, all I could think about was like tailgating and concerts and things that we'll be doing, hopefully, doing this year in the fall. And you're kind of stuck with whatever beer is there. And so I was just like thinking of kind of hoping that it's not bud heavy, you know? <laughs> like, that's really what you hope when you go to something, when you go to a tailgate, like if you're not throwing it, you're, you know, you got to hope that that person has at least something that's decent. So like, you know, I'm just thinking of just, you know, just fall is it's not freezing out yet. So you're not just like trying to, you know, chug alcohol to be warm. Like you're still enjoying it. So like, I think about, you know, just some decent beers. It doesn't matter what it is. Just something that's like good enough because it's not up to you. <laughs> what you're having that's that's a good that's a good statement right there that's good too uh my 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 pick was the southern tier pumpkin and all of its wondrousness so i have to pivot here uh i'm gonna go with star crumb pumpkin pie uh i believe that's from cinderland correct cinderlands um it 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 just tastes like pumpkin pie as a beer it's got the it's got the the thickness of it. It's got the the, the sweet pumpkin taste to it. Uh, you can't turn that one down for me. So if you're not drinking pumpkin, you're going star crumb pumpkin pie. I like it. Uh, and an honorable mention platform once again, variety pack that they sell at the Yammy line. Oh yeah. Of, oh yeah. Yeah, Lammy Yammy regular candied pecan. <laughs> they got caramel apple this year. Trem- <laughs> s'mores, tremendous. Uh, what's the next season? That's gonna take us into winter. Correct. Stout season getting a little heavier here. Okay. I got a couple specific ones. Nitros. You can basically can't go wrong with a nitro in the winter time, heavy stouts, but rusty rail luminous. Mm. It's a golden oh. stout with white chocolate and macadamia. And it is Jimmy. one of the best beers I've ever had. Perfect for winter and the holiday season. Also for people in Western Pennsylvania, abjuration makes a phenomenal dark chocolate milkshake ale. You have never tasted dark chocolate in a beer like I have this before. This is what I want to be having when I'm packing the pounds on and, you know, whether it's turkey time or ham time, whatever it is, whatever holiday it is, packing them on with the cookies. That's a good beer season right there, winter. <laughs> and you should drink some hams while you eat ham. Um, ham. <laughs> ham. Did you say Ham. Ham. Ham, ham, um, ham. Here's a here's one. I have a very specific one for winter. Uh, I tried this lat this this past year. Um, Fatheads has it's called Pimp My Sleigh. It's a Belgian style Christmas ale, <laughs> and like I think I mentioned this on a Bruise Day back in the day around Christmas. Like if you're going to the Christmas party and you know you're going to be there with like a lot of family that annoys the shit out of you, this is 10 and a half ABV. Okay. This is right up your alley. Um, I also want to mention that the beer I'm drinking right now, just realized that it is 9% and I'm (laughs) feeling it right now. So let's keep going. It's extended, (laughs) extended, extended cut, extended cut. Let's go. Surprise. (laughs) I love it. Well, this is probably going to seem really basic to you beer lovers, but like, I love Sam winter. Yeah. That's that's good. I love Sam winter. I love it so much. Like I don't really like the rest of the Sam seasonal Sam summer and all that, but Sam winter is just 
has always been super good to me. And so like, when we're thinking about these specific, you know, seasonal beers. It's like, they just make a really, really good winter beer. I just love Sam winter. That's a, that's, that's a great point. Sam winter and Sam Oktoberfest are, yeah. are great. The other two porch rocker and summer, the summer, yeah, eh, not too mm. much, but those two, you can't go wrong. Yeah. No, the, the, the Sam's winter is just, it's so good. Uh, for me, it's it's going to be a split between uh, the grocery store beer from Hitchhiker, which like, you know, if you can get it in the winter, if they release it, uh, it it just it's it tastes like a butterfinger. It's a dark beer. It's heavy. It feels great. Uh, but for something by the fire during the winter, I'm going Penn Brewery, the Nut Roll Ale. That's it's, oh. it's so good. Uh, if you've if you've never had the Nut Roll Ale from Penn Brewery, I suggest you check it out. It it tastes like Nut roll ale. So <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. It is it's great. I've had that before. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good pick. Really good pick. Mm. All right. That leaves us one season to go, right? Spring, kind of a weird time. It's more of transitional more than anything. Um, couple that I picked out. I mentioned Evergreen, the collaboration with the beer I have here today. They do the Sorbetto series. That's a great time to be having those like more mild sours that have a lot of fruit getting you ramped up for summer. So you can't go really wrong with the Sorbetto series. Uh, the Hitchhiker Bottle Service. Chris, I think you featured that here before. A great brunch beer, a great, let's spring into that, you know, the citrus, the orange, you get that flavor again. But I'm going to go with the Daniel Dudley, Daniel Dudley Special Spring Blood Orange IPAs, baby. Mm. You can't go wrong. That's like, okay, <laughs> we're getting it back together. You're you're getting out of the stouts, but you're, you're going into the IPAs and you get the Blood Orange. It's got that spring sensation to it so you can't go wrong with any of those for the spring season i like that on, on that on that note the one i tried last week uh the big o blood orange ipa i think uh sweetwater out of charlotte very very good um oddly enough this isn't you know this is a, a widely available beer i'm pretty sure but um i always seem to grab like, spring is kind of the first time of year where i feel like okay we can get back into trying some ipas which i love and uh, one of the first IPAs I ever had and loved was Dogfish Head, the 60 minute, 90 minute. Mm. I really love that beer. Um, that's one I, I kind of gravitate back to and like to have uh, myself a few of those in, in the springtime. Um, don't get the 120 minute though. I'm, I'm telling you that right now. That is like 20% alcohol. And uh, I had one of those at a tailgate one year and learned the hard way. Okay. So danger. Drink responsibly. Mm -hmm. Drink yeah. responsibly. Dude, Dogfish Head just makes me think of the South Side. Uh, what's the, <laughs> what's the bar that's right next to the Tiki Lounge? That one that has oh, all the um, uh, oh, it, it's not Jimmy D's. Uh, it has all the Smoke beer. It's right on the corner. There you go. Yeah, that's Smoke it. Smoke and Joe's. on the corner. Yeah, mm. I just remember always getting Dogfish Head there. Just reminds me of that. Um, so for spring for me, Ballast Point. Shouts to my people in San Diego. Ballast Point nice. Grapefruit and Ballast Point Pineapple are two of the best beers in the world to me. And that spring feeling and like what you guys are saying, it's kind of like the, those first moments when the weather starts to get like a little bit nice and you're outside for a little bit longer. And it's like those beers just like remind me of that time. So yeah, Ballast Point, Grapefruit, Pineapple. You really can't go wrong with Ballast Point. I forget. Love Ballast Point. Spring. Yeah. Diddy, Ballast Point has 
the one of the coolest labels I've seen. That's the one with like the, the, the crazy looking fish on the front mm-hmm. uh, of the bottles, right? I I saw that for the first time when I was bartending like years ago, uh, and thought about what like just wanted to try it out. It was good. It, like it was decent. Like Ballast Point does it right. I think that's yeah. the, that was the the Sculpin, right? Am I thinking yeah, that right? Yeah, the Sculpin yeah. is like their most popular thing. Like it's yeah, yeah. It was really good. Um, for me, for spring, there's only. Uh, two words that comes to my mind, and that is the Kapow Candy. Uh, the Kapow Candy series from Grist House. Uh, they've got a whole bunch of different flavors that come out in that series. Uh, it's fruit. It's tart. It's sour. It's good. It's good enough for a spring fling. It is good enough for a spring dive in the pool to test it out for the for the summer. I'm telling you, Kapow Candy is where to go for the uh, for the spring. That it's not the summer. So yeah. Kapow, Kapow Candy good, Series from Grist House. Oh, yeah. That's a good series. That'll get you ramped up for summer, no doubt. I like it. <laughs> That'll do it for me. Ah, that's going to about wrap it up for me. Unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about as far as beers go. I don't think so. Oh, I, think- I need to. <laughs> the fact that Chris is drinking a 9%. <laughs> boys. <laughs> I, boys. I have a daughter that, that I have to put to bed after this episode, and it's about to get interesting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, add that to the hard parts about parenting, also. Yeah. Right. When, when, when you that. accidentally drink a nine percent ABV when you're podcasting with your friends right before bedtime, that is. <laughs> yeah. well, we better we better wrap it up for the parents' sake here. Again, guys, <laughs> thank thank you so much for doing this. This was a love uh, a lovely time. I know the OGs are really going to love it. I hope that the uh, the guests of brunch are really going to like this. Uh, more, uh, a lot of props up to you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Super fun. Yeah. Cool. Legend. Thank you, man. Thanks for the idea. Really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us here at the table and thanks to your listeners and, and our listeners as well. Thanks for sticking around. We, we had a lot that we wanted to cover. Uh, maybe we went a little long, but uh, you know, it was, it was fun. We look forward to doing this again sometime in the future. Absolutely. This is, this has been fun. We always like to talk beer, but for now I'm the legend. I'm getting out of here. Brunch boys. Thanks again. I'm out of here. Cheers. Cheers, boys. Cheers.